Hello and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocate, where we help help fathers to sort through their divorce and create an amazing life for themselves and their children. My name is Jude Sandoval. I am your host today and always. Uh, I welcome you to the show today. It is going to be a little bit different. I've uh, I've just had this recurring theme come up, so I wanted to do a quick spontaneous. Uh, Quick, spontaneous little bit today. We'll get back to the the uh, dad's guide to divorce in the next session. We're doing the uh, the five steps in the dad's guide to divorce, but this one's just a little bit impromptu. A little bit impromptu, and I've, I, I'm not, not scripted like I usually am, and don't have talking points. So I'm just talking off the top of my head here because there's been just this reoccurring theme, and I'm calling this show. There's no such thing as a dragon and that's uh that's the title of a fantastic uh a t- a fantastic children's book and the children's book is uh written by jack kent you can find it on amazon i'll put it in the show show notes below but the premise of the book is that this small dragon appears in a house and a little kid sees it and goes to his mom and says hey there's a dragon in my room and the mom says well there's no such thing as dragons and so the dragon continues to live in the house, continues to grow, eats their food, and continues to get so big that he eventually is so big that the that he gets up and he walks off with the house on his back. And until the mom and the dad recognize that there's a dragon in the house, and when they do, it finally shrinks. So the dragon is a metaphor for uh, issues or problems or really anything that uh, that may come up in your awareness or your consciousness, and 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 the reason I the reason I want to talk about it is I've had some I'm going to share some personal things that have been happening, some examples in my life, but I'm in 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 some of the coaching that I've been doing with some of, some of my clients, it's been a it's been a theme which is pay attention to the little things, pay attention to what is happening, the little things in your life. Two things that I always try to pay immense attention to is is language and actions, what people say and how they say it, the energy behind what they say and what they do, if they're actually living what they're saying that that they're going to do. And so, um, you know, the, the reason being is that if you will pay attention at any juncture on these little things and 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 Jordan Peterson's got a good uh, a good one of these on YouTube as as well about about looking at and and being aware of even just the smallest little things that may be coming up in your in your life and this is this is relational so this is is with maybe your children or maybe with your ex or maybe with a new a, a new relationship that paying attention to something that may be small can have a, a profound impact on building a foundation of being able to communicate uh, about that before it grows into that big dragon that is running off with your house because it, before it becomes a, a big problem or a big challenge. So not ignoring it. I often get, you know, I'll, I'll get clients who, hey, did you do the work this week? Oh, no, I didn't. I got busy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, that is ignoring what you need to be doing in order to move forward. So, um, you know, like I've got a great example. Just uh, just this morning, I had a conversation with my youngest daughter, and I've noticed with her that uh, she was using a lot of uh, 
10-year-old expletives. So let me put it that way. And 10-year-old expletives are, are like, what the frick? Or gosh darn it, et cetera, which I thought was kind of interesting because she's typically, uh, she's very well-spoken, very well-read, and it's just had this negative feeling or energy around it. So I just said this morning, I, I noticed that you seem to be you know, speaking in this manner and, and using these these kind of uh, exp these kind of expletives and um, just wanted to point it out to you. So I, I don't know where that's going to go. We'll see if it changes her behavior, if she's recognized something in herself uh, and, and we'll make an adjustment or if we need to talk about it a little bit further. But I wanted to bring it to her awareness because sometimes that's really important with anybody, whether it's a child, whether it's your your spouse, whether it's in a work relationship, to just bring something to the to the forefront because then it sometimes it'll just take it out of people's subconscious. And, and that works for us too. We can do, and that works both ways for us. It works for us in saying something to somebody else or somebody else saying something to us. And then dependent upon what we come to or what, what happens, I mean, it could be that you then delve into a conversation. With my daughter this morning, I didn't need to delve into a conversation. I just wanted to bring it to her awareness. We'll see what happens. Maybe there will need to be a conversation. Likewise, if somebody says something to me about one of my behaviors or something that's going on, my oldest is very good at, at, at doing this with me and, and, you know, saying, pointing out things that, um, that may not be in, in my awareness. And I'll tell you what, just like the children's book, just like Jack Kent's children's book, um, there's no such thing as, as a dragon. Kids see it all. They will see the problems. They will see what you're doing. They will see your behaviors. You cannot get anything past the children. They are so open and receptive to this that if you think that you're pretending that something's go you know, going on or you're going to you know, just pretend that it's not happening or that, you're, that they're not going to know or feel it, they will, I promise you. And it's another reason why it's critical for you not to only do this you know, externally with other people or them, but also to look at yourself if there's a problem. Then I'll give you a good example for myself that I just, I just realized and recognized as well was for probably the good part of, of two years, I was waking up at 5.30 every morning. Have my, I have my morning routines and um, you know, do what I need to do in order to get ready for the day, prepare for the day. And it was just set. I did it for a long time. It was the same routine. So since all this COVID stuff's going on, I have started to wake up later, 6.30. So a little bit later, not that much later, but an hour later. However, it's kind of changed everything in my morning routine. And I've, I've changed that not consciously. It's kind of evolved. And so now I'm consciously aware of what that's done. And it's what it's done is it's, it's maybe less productive. I've got less of an hour every every day, which is seven days a week, seven hours, to, you know, 28, uh, 28 or so hours over the over the course of, of a month, which is a lot of time in which I can be productive and I can do something, whatever that whatever that may be. So that was a, a, a self-focused uh, thing that came to my consciousness that I was aware of. So instead of pretending about it, instead of ignoring it, I said, okay, well, I'm going to recommit, and I haven't yet. That's, this is coming up this week. <laughs> so check back with me. Hold me accountable. That next week, I'm going to start the 5.30 routine again and starting to get up at 5.30. Now, you know, we talked about last week with, uh, you know, clarifying your vision and direction. So that's helping me to clarify my vision and direction of what I want and where I want to go. So those are some of the behaviors 
and the action steps in order to get there, which is what we're going to talk about this next week in strategizing your actions in step two of the dad's guide to, to divorce. So, and that'll be coming out. That'll be the regular Monday uh, podcast. And then we'll have the, I'll have the article up at medium.com as well. So you can read through it and, and check it out as well. So we'll talk about a little bit of that, but I'm getting a little off track there, but I want you to, to be aware of what's coming up and also give so that you know that you have the tools as well to, to be able to work through and understand this stuff. So, you know, back to the, to, to the dragon, there's no such thing as a, as a dragon. I had also another experience uh, in my life that, that I wanted to share as a, as a divorced father. And this is for, for you men that are divorced now, perhaps uh, thinking about getting into the dating world and, and testing out new relationships based upon what the work that you've done since your divorce and, uh, and, and wanting to build another healthy, happy relationship uh, potentially with somebody. But I had somebody a few months ago reconnect with me. It was somebody that I dated for uh, a little while, about four years ago, and, and it actually ended rather poorly. Um, and I was surprised to, to hear from her, and she wanted to, to reconnect. She was... Uh, she was regretful about how our relationship had ended four four years ago, and so we had talked. We talked about what we would need to do in order to reconnect and get back into into dating again, and then potentially, hopefully, lead, having that lead into a, a committed relationship. But this time, four years later, I was more cognizant of those little things, those little things to be aware of the language, like I talked about in the action. Whereas last time when we dated, I wasn't, I just was blind. And the reason that it ended so badly and blew up so incredibly, you know, in my face was because I ignored all of those little things that led up to the big blow up that ended our relationship. And so this time I was very, very aware of what was, what was, what, the actions were her actions as well as my actions because it was just critically as critically important to know what I was doing the steps that I was taking through and being aware of it. But so what I did and and what I made sure to be cognizant of was bringing up and talking about things that I identified that were potentially issues for us to talk about. And so, um, for instance, if there was language around a conversation of commitment that I would hear, I think that I'm ready for a commitment. So bringing up the, the conversation of, well, you said think, think is different than I'm ready to be in a committed relationship. Um, the other one was identifying very vague facts and uh, around timelines and questions. So, you know, this might look like in your life and in, in, in where you, you notice when you go out with your, uh, your date or your girlfriend that they're, um, that they're checking their phone all the time and that, that's something that is drawing their their uh, their attention away from you, and they're not present in the time that they're that they're spending with you. So, this is something you can ignore. Say, oh, maybe it's a a behavior that will go away, or maybe instead 
something that you bring up and say, I noticed you're checking your phone a lot. Can you share with me why that is? Is there something important that's going on? You can even do it at the time that it, that it happens. I think that that's a, a fair way to to approach things because that's a behavior at the at the time that really is something that is is not appropriate. So I just want you to be aware that if you don't do this, and I'll use the example um, that I'm talking about with with this with this relationship, that things will compound so that um, that presence, that not being present, being on the phone, then maybe um, translates further into your life, uh, in your home life or in your relationship, or when you become committed, that that person is not going to be present. They're not going to be with you. You know, it could be something around uh, maybe when you go out more often. And, and Dr. Peterson uses this on, on his example, that you notice your uh, your significant other flirting maybe just a little bit when with other people when when you're out and you don't say anything the, the first time but the next time and the next time next time it's maybe just a little bit more a little bit more until that person is then just going out on girls nights and then you know you can let your your imagination fly as to where that potentially will go until it blows up in your face so the conversation quickly and easily that first time where it comes up in your your consciousness and your awareness could be simply hey you know you, you can use the the nonviolent communication i noticed that you're flirting a lot and it, that makes me feel you know does makes me feel sad that you feel like you need to flirt with somebody in, instead of me um, i'd like to resolve this and because i care about you and i want to continue a relationship um so you know let's let's figure this out um and then you solve the problem. Now, maybe this leads to a fight. It could be a huge fight. Or it could be that it comes out that the person's not feeling enough attention or they're they're needing some sort of attention. Or maybe there's just something that has is completely unrelated. And this happens all the time. That's completely unrelated to you. And they just needed to, to talk about it. They were looking, the signaling, something to be able to catch your attention in order to be asked about this. And so this just, it just takes these open lines of, of communication. So I want to go back to, to my example. I continue to do this as we reconnected. I continued to talk about what I was needing uh, around, uh, around being able to forgive her and working around also learning uh, to trust and what she needed to do to earn my trust back. But every step of the way, if there was something or if there's an action that was not consistent with what I had asked for and, and what I had stated as my need, I would I would talk about it. I would bring it up and say, look, this is this is something that, that we talked about. And by and large, what happens or what happened eventually is that it dialed down for us and our relationship into the the values and and what we hold important in in our respective lives. And what I was able to, to determine in a short period of time was that they're, in, they're inconsistent. They're not, they're not consistent for us to be in a long-term relationship. But without having those conversations, without paying attention to that language, without paying attention to the actions, without then communicating about those actions, that I would never be able to do that. I would just ignore it. The dragon would get bigger. Maybe the, you know, maybe the, um, 
you know, the, the fact that we had in, inconsistent, incompatible ways of, of raising our children uh, that, uh, that I don't ignore when I see behaviors in my children, and she did ignore, which uh, has led to very, very, very difficult challenges with, uh, with, with her children that, um, that I would have ignored, which would have created a giant, giant dragon in our relationship future, or in our relationship in the future, had we decided to commit, get married, blend our families together. So by taking that time, watching the language, watching her actions with her children, with my children, or, or with me, my children, in our relationships, I was able to determine that, but not ignore the stuff that I had an issue with. And eventually, it's just all gone away because we're not compatible, which is a good thing. It's better to know now than it is to know or have something huge, big, blow up, especially men, because we have our children. They are uh, hopefully your priority or one of your priorities in your lives. And going through this process of trying to date, potentially find another partner, do the step, you know, stepdad, stepmom thing, blending families, co-parenting that way. Very, very uh, complicated, complex, can be done, but it takes a lot of presence and awareness and making sure that you are paying attention to the little things. So don't let that dragon grow into a huge, huge, awful thing that's going to impact your lives and your children's lives, pay attention to them and address them at each and every juncture. This takes an immense amount of effort and awareness. So, you know, in order to, to, to get through that and figure that out while you're going through divorce, sorting through after divorce, I, I appreciate it and I understand it takes a lot of energy, but I know you can do it. There are a ton of men uh, that are doing it, that I work with, that I see. I'm trying as well. Hey, look, I'm, I'm as much learning all of this as any one of you, any one of you listen, uh, any one of you that are listening. And I sincerely appreciate the fact that you are listening because this means you care about getting better, figuring out how to get through your divorce, figure out how to create a better life for your children. So on that note, if you haven't listened to last, uh, to last week's podcast, the dad's guide to divorce, step one, um, uh, creating your vision, clarifying your vision, please do that or go to the Medium article and read about it. Uh, I'm just taking these five steps that I work with, uh, that I work with men, helping them to, to get through their divorce or sort through their lives after divorce. Next week, we're gonna talk about uh, strategizing your actions based upon, based upon those clarified visions, or um, that clarified vision and direction for your life. Um, and then after that, we're just gonna compound uh, upon that. So. Uh, I will put the links uh, below to last week's uh, last week's podcast as well as the the medium article. Thanks for listening today. Also, if you need to connect, there is a, 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 men's, a dad's divorce meetup group that has been growing immensely. Check that out in the meeting uh, meeting notes below. It's the second and fourth uh, Saturday of the month. We've been getting just more and more men on that. That's a great free way to just connect with, with other men, which is incredibly important. Other dads, other divorced dads, um, uh, as well as uh, check out the website, thedivorcedadvocate.com. There are some resources on that as well. If you need to talk to somebody, I've got a free 30-minute consultation that you can do once a quarter. So even if you just need to just 
talk to somebody about whatever it may be. You can click, you can click through, you can schedule right into my schedule. It syncs right into my, uh, right into my phone. I've got dedicated time for anybody that just needs 30 minutes to talk about something. If you need some coaching, you want to take that a little bit further. I've got a special going on. It's literally half off my rate, my, my, my regular hourly rate for a 50 minute session. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal deal. But you know what? There's so many people struggling right now with the COVID and work and, relationships, et cetera, that it's it's really necessary to be able to, 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 to provide that to everybody. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate you and take care.